Now, a roundup of recent climateliabilitynews.org reports from the Climate Monitor podcast with articles written by journalists Dana Drugman and Karen Savage. Demanding meaningful action on climate change, hundreds of high school students on March 15 poured out of Boston's Park Street subway station, made their way through the historic Boston Common, and gathered on Beacon Hill under the Golden Dome of the Massachusetts State House. They joined what is estimated to be more than a million young people in more than 125 countries around the globe in a student strike to protest global inaction on climate change. Many of the young people in Boston held homemade signs as reminders that while climate change affects everyone, their lives and the lives of future generations are at stake. The climate strike was inspired by Swedish teenager Greta Thunberg, who since August has been organizing the Fridays for the Future movement. It culminated in Friday's school walkouts in countries around the world, including Germany, Belgium, the UK, France, Australia, and Japan. The walkout is thought to be one of the largest climate actions in history. The town of Exeter, New Hampshire, passed an ordinance recognizing the right to a healthy climate, the second ordinance of its kind to be passed in the United States. The law, called the Right to Healthy Climate Ordinance, recognizes, quote, right to a healthy climate system capable of sustaining human societies, end quote. Exeter residents voted 1,176 to 1,007 to pass the ordinance at the annual town meeting on March 12th. It follows a similar law by the town of Lafayette, Colorado, which enacted a, quote, climate bill of rights, end quote, ordinance in 2017. These local right-to-climate laws are part of a growing movement by communities across the country to ban corporate activities that threaten residents' health, safety, and welfare. With assistance from the Community Environmental Legal Defense Fund, more than 200 communities have passed community rights ordinances securing rights to water, a healthy environment, sustainable energy, and other issues. They prohibit an array of industrial activities from factory farms and dumping of sewage sludge to fracking and building fossil fuel pipelines. The effort to establish this right at the local level represents a new avenue for challenging the fossil fuel industry and the government agencies that approve its infrastructure projects. Four environmental organizations filed suit against the French government for failing to live up to its commitments to the Paris Climate Agreement and other national and international agreements. The suit, which was filed in the Administrative Court of Paris on March 14, alleges that France has violated its duty by failing to take action to limit global temperature rise to below 2 degrees Celsius. The organizations, including Oxfam and Greenpeace, also say the French government has repeatedly postponed implementing policies to curb emissions, 
as required by its national climate policy and has failed to respect international commitments. The organizations are asking the French government to fully implement its policies and to abide by its climate agreements. They are also asking for compensation for harm done to their members and the environment. A federal judge has denied ExxonMobil's motion to dismiss multiple climate change-related claims brought by Conservation Law Foundation. The foundation's lawsuit, filed in 2016, alleges that Exxon violated the permit requirements for its oil storage terminal in Everett, Massachusetts, by failing to consider the risk of imminent extreme weather events like flooding and storm surge. The case, called CLF v. ExxonMobil, will proceed after U.S. District Court Judge Mark L. Wolf ruled on March 13 that most of the claims by CLF should not be dismissed. Those include the 10 counts that detail Exxon's failure to take into account imminent risks from rising seas and extreme weather, especially risks related to climate change. The hearing on Wednesday in Boston followed one the judge held in November, after which he dismissed several other claims in the suit and ordered the parties to discuss Exxon's Clean Water Act permit for the terminal with the Environmental Protection Agency. The Conservation Law Foundation subsequently amended its complaint to focus on the short-term climate-related hazards. You can read more details about these reports, including linked material, at climateliabilitiesnews.org, which is updated several times each week. You can also subscribe to email notifications of new reports on the climateliabilitynews.org website. Also, you can follow Climate Liability News on Facebook. Be sure to read the report by Marco Poggio entitled Carbon Capture, Will It Save the Climate?, or the fossil fuel industry on the climateliabilitynews.org website. Thanks for joining this installment of the Climate Monitor podcast. Climate Monitor, Earth's climate channel, stream broadcasts as a public service, video and films about climate change and sea level rise issues, research, news, and solutions on Roku TV, Amazon Fire TV with Alexa, and at climatemonitor.tv. Please join us again for the Climate Monitor podcast.